on, everybody? Welcome back to another Serious Angler podcast powered by our friends over at X2 Power. As always, I'm your host, Bailey Eichbrett, and uh, we're back with another bonus episode, the last one of this little series that we did down in Alabama at River Rocks Landing. Uh, our guest today is Justin Atkins. It's going to be the longest one that we've had of the four bonus episodes with our buddy, Mr. Alex Rudd. Also posted these over on his podcast. Um, if you guys have not checked out Alex's podcast, I highly encourage you to. He also has a really cool YouTube channel that does a lot of kayak fishing, fishing from a boat, just bass fishing, creek fishing, all that jazz. Super cool channel. Go check his stuff out. Uh, as well as Justin Atkins, all his social media and everything, as well as X2's YouTube channel, which a lot of this content that came from the shoot from a fishing standpoint, fishing videos, uh, we posted on X2's YouTube channel. I'll post all of that down in the description whether you're watching this on youtube or listening on mp3 you'll have it in the descriptions and that goes for every show uh you guys can always go down there and find our discount codes everything like that as well as our apparel is very very close to being here we'll have a whole website and everything you guys can go to to get your own merch we'll have serious angler hoodies serious angler shirts long sleeves just from the bass boat hoodies just from the bass boat shirts long sleeves hats uh, and we're going to have some special serious dangler stuff coming. You guys know we do some fun shows on the side every now and then that we kind of let loose to get, a, you know, some not so serious as we call it. Have some fun. We'll have some shirts that are kind of like specialty stuff. Maybe do some Veterans Day shirts and give back to a specific foundation. We're looking to do a lot of good with it. Have some fun with it. Embrace that serious dangler that uh, we call it the not so serious slash drunk voice of serious angler something a little bit more fun. Uh, just long story short, that is coming soon. We'll have a link for you guys. That'll be end up being in the description for every episode. So you guys can always check that out. And I'm sure we'll talk about it when that time comes. But without further ado, our last guest for the bonus series, Mr. Justin Atkins. All right, we're back. It's, uh, I think this, this last one's going to be pretty good. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That would be good. <laughs> yeah. Come off something good the best for last. Absolutely. Justin, how you doing, man? Good. Good. Appreciate y'all having me. I do. It ain't no thing. I'm glad you're here. I think I think we're gonna have a we're have a good time this evening, and we're gonna have a good time tomorrow. But yeah, we're back. We've had a good time. We've been talking to some professional fishermen about a, a myriad of different things. We talked about guys fighting each other. We talked about hockey. Uh, what else have we talked about? What other rabbit sponsorships? Sponsorships. Almost got on a soapbox on that one. That was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, was I'm pretty sure Sean got a little bit nervous on that one. <laughs> oh, I, I, the, look in, the look in his face was, was like, oh. For just a turn of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sean, Sean had that look on his face like, oh my God, here he goes. He's going to talk talking again, like way too much. But no, <laughs> yeah. we're back. We've been having a good time. But uh, yeah, so what are you into right now, man? Let's just like, let's not talk shop. Let's not talk fishing. Let's just talk that's like deer season. Deer season. So that's what you're I mean, into. We still right have now? a couple of tournaments left, but it's deer season. So that's what you focus on right now? Yeah. Um, I like to hang out in the tree. Yeah. Get my bow. Yeah. Your sling, bow man? Sling or? sticks. Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I got hungry, I'd get my gun out, but for sport of it, I like to shoot them with a bow. Yeah. So. Dude, there ain't nothing like double lining one with a bow, man. Yeah. Well, it's just the last big deer I killed. Like, let me back up. Biggest deer I've ever killed. I shot with a gun, uh -huh. and I was wearing my work clothes, and he was like 370 yards across the bean field. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, it's cool, but it, there was not any sport to that. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I got back into bow hunting, and it's hard. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah. we uh, we hunt pine cone eaters and thickets, and they can walk anywhere. It's not like yeah. 
you out in the Midwest and they gotta walk down this little hedgerow. Like I know if he's gonna walk by me if he yeah. comes out. Yeah. I mean, where I hunt at, I just pray that I see one, yeah. much less actually shoot the one I'm hunting. So it's uh, it's hard, but it's it's a good time. Heck yeah. They get nocturnal on you? Oh, bad. Dude, mine, I got, yeah. so I got a little bit of property and man, mine, they get so weird. You know, going What I don't country, understand is in Mississippi, a lot of people hunt them at night. So you think they get daytonal? Yeah, like but they, they don't. Avoid it. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, but they don't. For some reason, it. they just want to hang out more at night. I love it. Like I got a, I got a street light that's like I don't even know why in the, the like middle. Like I have a power line that runs through my property, and so there's a street light on one of the poles, and like there's a giant, and he only comes out at like one o'clock in the morning, and he'll be picking right under that street light, and I'm just like, you don't see him any other time. No, and it's like he knows. I don't know. But dude, they're yeah, the same way. They're so sneaky. Like there's no deliberate path that they walk down they're nah. just everywhere all the time that's right yeah. like a big bass yeah there's a reason why they call them trophy fish trophy deer yeah. well so this is one of the reasons why so i became a fan obviously watching you back in forestwood cup days back when you won that but then i remember watching you i can't remember which live stream but i saw the bone collector sticker yep. on your boat and that was one of my favorite shows growing up and that was became me <laughs> oh, i became yeah, an atkins awesome. fan yeah no they're awesome people so <laughs> funny story about that I was at I believe it was a classic and obviously you know we all know who Michael Waddell is I went to school with a boy that um, works for him he's in their marketing cameraman's forming all that so like had some connection there um to know you know obviously who Mason is and the rest of the Waddell family well I knew Mason was getting into fishing I'd seen some stuff about it so I'm at the classic and I see Mason over there Speak to him. I walk up and I'm like, Mason, I just wanted to introduce myself. I'm Justin Atkins. He's like, Oh my gosh, you're Justin Atkins. <laughs> I'm like, You're Michael Waddell's kid. So <laughs> you don't get to be starstruck. So like, we just became buddies. We hit it off. And uh, he goes and gets his dad and all that. And um, it was just, it was a cool little deal because Mason Waddell, of all people, was actually impressed to get to meet him. Like now, that's, that's not how this works. Not how this is gonna work. You're way cooler than I'll ever be. Wes probably screwed up. <laughs> where, where did it cut out? You want me to take it out? Stick it back in because it's plugged in. Okay, I'm just gonna put it in this pocket. How about that? Do you know where you lost them? Oh, okay. Was it enough we could boost it post? Okay. Right. Okay. So, so anyways, um, yeah, that was just a cool little story, but um, Ryan, like I said, I, I met him from college, and he worked for him. We got a little deal going out with some brand oil. Yeah, it's cool, it's man. It's a, it's a small industry. Like, as big as it is, it's still small. Like, everybody knows somebody, you know. <laughs> That's like the, that is the given within fishing, within hunting, is like everybody, like you said, they think it's this massive thing. And it's like, I always say it's not what I know, it's who I know. So Everything know. that I've got is because I knew somebody. You know, like just now when you sat down, I was like, mm. you're Fenwick. Nathan was going to introduce me mm -hmm. to you. You know, and it's like, I've known Nathan for dang near a decade now. Well, and that's the thing, like my boss at Pure Fishing, I met him at the Ninth Street, sitting in the Ninth Street Canal, sight fishing for largemouth in a college tournament yeah. 12 years ago. Yep. And like we were just carrying on, got to be buddies, and well, you know, 10 years later, he's, yeah. you know, head of pure fishing. pro staff and all that. So it's, uh, 
it's it's pretty cool circle of life. Yeah, it is, man. It's cool. Well, this is the one that intrigued me though, because like, I kind of have a soft spot for like a you or an Andy Montgomery, the guys that combine the hunting and the fishing world. We hear a lot of guys that like I'm at Airy that will say like, soon as end of the late season's done, fishing poles are put away. It's straight deer season now. Fishing's not on the mind anymore. I like the guys that are able to blend both worlds. Yeah. I think that's pretty intriguing because the spaces, whether we look at it, there's definitely people that are only fishing minded or only mm. hunting minded. But the, the more we talk about it, I mean, the spaces live hand in hand. Mm -hmm. they really yeah, do. they're in a doubt. I mean, I just like to do both because I think both keep you sharp with the other one. Because mm -hmm. um, it just keeps you from being too obsessed with one thing or another. Like, you can get to where you fish too much. Like, right. you know, you, you start overlooking things, you're not fresh. Um, you need to have something to get you away from it. Yeah. Some guys play fantasy football, like Hunter was talking about earlier. You know, uh, my deal is just bow hunting. Like, when I go home in the summertime, I'll just go shoot my bow. Like, I'll, you know, I won't fish for a few days. and. Just have something different to do. It's yeah. uh, I like the prep work. I like running cameras. I like watching them grow throughout the summer. Dude, that's my favorite part. Mm -hmm. Like you know, I, I mean, I like killing. I like killing a deer. I've not killed one in several years. I'll be years. honest with you. Not to cut you off. No, we'll get right back on that point. Yeah. The best way to ruin a good deer hunt is shoot one. Yeah. Like it's For over real. then. Like yeah. the whole <laughs> lot. Like watching him, yeah. tracking him, all that. It's all over. Yeah. So like the whole fun of it is not the shooting part. It is everything that leads to that moment. Absolutely. And dude, you're right, it does keep you sharp. Like I've always, one of my things I always go, you wanna kill big deer, you gotta go and study big deer and where they live. You wanna catch Correct. big fish, it's the same way. And it's like, they're very, you know, interchangeable in that way. For sure. And like, you know, how deer function, you can almost apply it to bass. How bass function, you can almost mm -hmm. apply it to deer. You know, I mean, it's you know, it's two different worlds, but it's it just is. things in nature. I mean, yeah. they both have their habits on certain, um, you know, frontal conditions or full moons or whatever. Yeah, like they yeah. all, they they all have things that's going to make them react differently. So just keeping up with all that is uh, it's a good way to stay sharp in the outdoors. I mean, I think to be a great bass fisherman, you should crappie fish some you should white bass fish yeah. some you should do other things just just keeps you Indeed. keeps your game sharp because they're all out there together mm -hmm. that's the big thing is you know i i catch myself being so focused on what's the green little green fish or what's the little brown fish sure. doing. but like you know you catch a big one it's got a crappie in the back of its throat then you start thinking well damn i need to go find all the crappie yeah. you know what i mean or something mm -hmm. like that you know bass or deer hunting is the same i think being in nature period For sure. you know i i've brought it up before you know yeah. when we're talking like I get very tuned into the fact that like we know so little about how that creature's brain functions because we're not out in it. Mm -hmm. But like if you're out in it, then you start to get a feeling. I mean, you For probably sure. felt this before. It's like you know when the weather's going to change. For like sure. other people walking around in some city somewhere, they don't know. I mean, they're like, yeah. oh, I got to look at the weather to see what weather's coming. Along. Like I can be walking out somewhere, <laughs> it's going to rain. Mm -hmm. It's like how do you know that? Yeah. It's like. I just know I can feel it. And the yeah. only way you get that kind of in tune sense by spending that time. Spending that time. I mean, yeah. you sit for 12 hours in a deer stand, dude, you will see some of the coolest things in nature and see mm -hmm. nature do what nature does. Yeah. That's one of my, and that's going back to what you said, killing them, man. It's like the way that you run. That's the way you run yeah. a good deer hunt is yeah. by actually shooting well, them. Well, it was so. Rick Lund that said uh, the total immersion, mm -hmm. right? You, you completely yeah. put yourself in that position put yourself in tune with everything going on and yeah you'd be surprised the things that you can start predicting oh yeah 
No, definitely. It definitely makes a difference. So. But he can like tell if a squirrel's eating a pin oak or a water oak, a white oak if they're gonna be biting a buzzbait yeah, today. Right. You know what that's I mean? Right. Like, that's amazing. I ain't quite made it to there yet. But it, it's cool to see though, because we we've talked about this mm -hmm. before. But like, kind of how trophy bass and trophy bucks act completely the same. Mm -hmm. But I think it's completely different from a prep standpoint from chasing a big deer yeah i would agree with that but i think the mentality of how you're going to approach it is probably a lot the same yeah absolutely you know absolutely. and trophy bass fishing doesn't do well with tournament fishing like no. I, would, right. I would keep those things separate i don't want people to listen to this yeah to think the same <laughs> but like you have to have a mindset if you're going to try to shoot a big deer you may not see any other deer for a week yeah you know like you're right. gonna go sit somewhere i mean people spend the night in their stand yeah They'll yeah. hunt the afternoon yeah. and then not get out of the stand till the next morning when they know that deer has either come and gone, they're not going to bump him, whatever. I think it's just a mindset of like doing what it's going to take. Yeah. And you may go out there and wind a glide bait around for a week without a bite. When you get a bite, it's a 10 pounder, yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah. You know, it's that same, it's just determination of wanting to accomplish a goal and whatever it's going to take. I mean, yeah. dude, this past year, watching you do as well as you've done kayak fishing and then the kayak scene i mean like you've taught me some things like just being around you because my mindset i've never been a big tournament angler i've always just been a more of a recreational dude you know it's just the way i enjoy bass fishing I enjoy fishing period and it's like you know i've started doing more of the kayak tournament deal you know i got the boat and all that and i love my boat i just don't enjoy boat tournaments but the kayak deal i really enjoy and it's like i've been able to almost have a mind you know it's like it's shifted my mind on how i approach it mm -hmm. because and it, and it makes me respect you guys and dudes who are really good at it a lot more because it is such a it's a weird mindset thing like i don't know like i'm starting to get in that mindset like these are the things that i need to do like this is my order of things that need to happen for me to do well and it's like it's it took me a couple years to yeah. get to where i can actually like feel confident enough to go out there and go these are the things i need to execute on mm -hmm. and like you mm -hmm. said you know if I want to go catch a 10-pounder or, you know, a teener on a glide bait, well, then that's going to be completely different than trying to put five in the boat, Correct. five good ones in the boat. You know right. what I mean? It's very – it is, and you're right. I like, I think it's one thing that a lot of people need to understand. I get a lot of questions about that. It's like, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? And it's like, well, that's a very loaded question because you asked me two yeah. totally different approaches mm -hmm. to fishing. You know, mm -hmm. right. like catching five and catching a 10 is completely different, you know, aspects of bass fishing completely. Right. And I'll give everybody a free tip. If you want to shoot big deer, catch big bass, you got to hunt where big deer are or Amen. fish where big bass are. <laughs> that is one. That is one thing that will help increase your odds. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't uh, sure. don't try to catch teeners in Neely Henry. No. I would go to <laughs> yeah. I would go to somewhere in Texas before I started hooking my glide bait around. That's right. That's but right. Yeah. If you want to catch five spotted bass, Neely Henry is a great place to fish. That's right. That's right. Well, so. You made a, a point earlier when you're talking about, so like you guys are so, for so much of the year, you're so head, like you're focused on the Elite Series, the schedule, the next coming tournament. Whereas like for, for you when the tournament's over, you know, the season's over, you know, you use hunting as a form to kind of regain. Kinda un, yeah, kind of yeah. unwind and like get excited because I want to be excited when the tournament season comes back up. Right. I feel like if I don't unplug from it for a little bit, there's a fine line between burning out burning out and staying sharp right you know what i mean like i want to go fish a little bit stay sharp keep my stuff in tune make sure my stuff's working right whatever 
but not enough that it's fresh again come right. tournament season. And I just just think, you know, it's easier to get up. It's easier to look forward to it, yeah. it's easy, you know, when you're, when you're fired up. Yeah. Well, and here's, here's my question, too. So, like, from, from my standpoint, it's fishing is my way to avoid burnout from work. Yeah. And so my question for you is, so, like, hunting is your way to avoid burnout from your career as a professional bass fisherman. Correct. Does that mean, was that was hunting kind of like your youth, like, passion growing up prior to fishing? So, yeah, so I, so that's where it's kind of funny. Um, I hunted a lot. Now, I've always fished. Fishing's all I've wanted to do. There was never a plan B. Like, I've just, everything I did was the next step to figure out how I'm going to get closer to where I want to be. Like, right. period, end of story. Um, but I always really liked hunting. But probably when I was, like, 23 yeah, 22, 23, I almost quit hunting. Like I bow hunted a little bit in college and like I said, gun hunted. And, and I really just kind of got to where it wasn't that much of a challenge. Um, my now wife lived in Florence. I was coming to Pickwick all the time and I like quit hunting. I just fished. I fished all the time. And when I, the first year I fished the tour, um, like I said, I, I didn't hardly deer hunt at all. She liked to go and we liked to try to harvest a couple deer every year for you know, to have some meat. So I maybe get, would go two or three times, but I didn't hardly go at all. And that first year when I fished the tour, I mean, I fished every day. Like I didn't, that was my job. She was a teacher, so she'd get up and go to work. And I got up and went fishing every day somewhere. Yeah. And by about September, she came home one day and I was like, we're gonna go buy some bows. I need something <laughs> else to do. Like I see real quick that like, if I don't find something else to do, like I'm gonna get a little burnout on this. Right. It's like, don't get me wrong, it was fun, but like just every day, like I, I have an obsessive personality. Yeah. Like when I get into something, like I'm into it, like thousand percent. Drowning in it. <laughs> and, yeah, literally. And I, I have to find something else to check out of. Like it may just be, I'm gonna fletch a dozen arrows. I'll go out in my shop, strip veins off, fletch some arrows. They're pretty, whatever, put them up in the corner. I'll go to bed and it's cool. But that kept me from sitting there on my, you know, my phone app, my Navionics, just looking at Sam Raven for hours. Like I know every contour in the back of my head. And I'm just like, oh yeah, there's gonna be on that turn. Yeah. There ain't gonna be nothing on that turn. Let me just let you know. But I think there is. <laughs> You're picturing yeah. yeah, so just, just having other habits to kind of chill out a little bit. Yeah. You know. well, Sean, so, I'll, I'll direct this to you because you're in probably one of the, I think the greatest stages of fishing where like you're kind of like in the explora exploration stage of fishing. For sure. Where like everything is awesome. It's new, <laughs> everything it's is fun. Awesome. Like I bet yeah, you I'm, launched this like, morning with Wes thinking you're gonna catch 30 pounds and like <laughs> some giants. Oh, for sure. But like, before, <laughs> yeah. but, but like before fishing, you became such a huge part of your life, which I think is awesome. What was it? Like, was there a sport? Was it a different hobby? Like what was that? It was the exact opposite. It was batteries. <laughs> well, batteries, yeah. But hunting was first, and fishing was second. Oh, okay. And hunting, hunting didn't exist until 15 years ago when I went met my wife's family, and they got me into it. And it was obsessive, like mm -hmm. go up to the 80 acres and do whatever you can do, and go spend a drive up Saturday, do all the work, drive back sun Saturday afternoon, and do whatever you can do to hunt. And right. then fishing's now become like a little bit of a I guess a break from that, but we're right. in Wisconsin, so it's very, very easy to go. Yeah. 
There's ice on the lakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm getting yeah. ice fishing, so I'm trying to figure that out. But yeah, it's yeah. it's figuring it all out and doing it all, so it's not it's like ebbs and flows rather than mm -hmm. one constant. And that's something that like I've I've just kind of noticed like I've had kids in the last couple of years, and anything you do can become a job. Yep. I don't care what yep. it is. Yep. Like if you freaking love street lights like I love street lights <laughs> and you get a job with four county putting up street lights like eventually you're like god I gotta put up street lights today yeah. it doesn't matter what it is yeah. that can become that and I found I found myself having some tough tournaments lately but I also find myself going into those being like crap I gotta leave my kids again this week yeah. you know yeah. I got things I should have been doing at the house, blah, 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 whatever. And like, I really had a, just a moment last week where I'm like, that's a, anyways, good. are we still filming? <laughs> yeah, you're good. I just had a moment last week where I'm like, I've got to fall <laughs> back in love with the process. Yes, yes. Like, I hate rigging rods. And I hate saying that because it's like a big part of my job. And I'm like, Crap, I gotta rig like 15 freaking rods tonight. I used to love that crap. Yeah. I used to love putting fresh line on and all that crap being laid out and knots being perfect and all that. Like, I think to, I think to be successful, it doesn't matter if you're putting up street lights, make sure that light cover's on right if you're a fisherman. Love tying knots, you know what I mean? And like, it's easy as a person to just become negative in whatever you're doing. Yep. Right. It doesn't matter if you're selling batteries, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. it, doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. And it manifests yeah. itself in so many different ways. Like, yeah, that's right. Know, you I just mean, have a little negative moment yeah, that just yeah. festers. Yep. Yep. And you can let it become like, you're just, your mentality can yep. get out there. And that's just, and like I said, I just use that as an efficient example. But that's just a life example. It doesn't matter what you do yeah. in life. Like having something take a break, step back, but at some point in time, whatever you're doing was what you wanted to do. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, if you do your dream job, like at some point in time in your life, you couldn't wait to be doing that. So you just have to find falling in love with it again. It's, yeah. you know, stepping back and whatever it's gonna take to kind of get you back into that. So yeah. that's kind of been where I've been at in life here lately is I felt a little maybe burnout. Like I'm just at the end of the season and hadn't been going great and you know I got a fresh baby at the house and the whole nine yards and I'm like congrats by the way thank yeah. you yeah. and I'm just like you know I'm wasting a lot of time and effort and money not being content with where I'm at in life yeah. because I'm wishing I was somewhere else and I'm like there's time for all that let's just every day be happy with whatever we got going on let's make yeah. the best out of that so. I, dude that is I cannot ex everybody listening I cannot explain like how big that is like, you know, and I'm, I'm coming fresh off of being a teacher, you know what I mean? I've been at it for six months full time. But even this February, you know, I took a month off from everything. I stepped back. I didn't make videos. I, I just did exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't worry about anything. And it's because and it sounds so like, I know there's people who probably listen to this and they're like, man, I'd love to fish every day, da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, oh, trust me, I get up every morning. And I mean, every video I make, it's it's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to go fishing, cause it is, you know. Yeah. But no like doubt. the thing, the thing for me that burnt me out was my dad got diagnosed with cancer, and it's like, in that moment, I stopped and I was like, 
there's so many other things that are so much more important to me that mm-hmm. I need to restructure how I live my life yeah. to make sure that I'm doing, you know, not just what makes me happy, but what is like purposeful, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like, I, that's dude, that's just life advice, you know what yeah. I mean? And I get where you're coming from, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, you know, a lot of people, again, they're going to say like, you're getting to live your dream. You're getting to do it. Just be happy. And I am. And I know you For are. sure. I know you are. I mean, I know everybody around here is as happy as, as, as you can be doing it. But like you said, there's a moment at which you stop and you just got to go, what is the important thing? Mm-hmm. What is bringing joy? What is is moving forward for me? You know, what is productive? Yeah. And then doing those things. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, dude, if it's deer hunting, it's deer hunting. If it's street lights, it's street lights. Like, <laughs> Whatever it is. I mean, you know, like it's just, it, for me, it's, it's it's a weird one. I love editing videos. That's like the part of my job that I love the most. I like wish I, I had that. Dude, like <laughs> I sat in bed last night and edited a video and like I was like showing it to my wife and my wife's like, oh yeah, honey, that's good. Nice. But for me, like I was jacked. Yeah. I was like, this is all come together. This is like badass. Like this is this and this is fun. I tied that music in at the perfect moment. Yes, yes. And it's like for me, I'm just like, yeah. And it's like, you know, other people are like, you're weird. And I'm like, I am, but it's all good. It's what I that's enjoy, right. you know. That's huge, man. That's that's. That's cool. That's cool that you're self-aware enough to, to yeah. see that. I think that's so important. I think so many people are not self-aware enough to stop and go, hey, I need to do this for me. Because if I don't, I'm not going to be a good enough dad for my kids. I'm not going to be a good enough husband for my wife. I'm not going to be a good enough family for my no. family. You know, yeah. like I'm not going to be able to give my all. And like, you know, when you get on the front of your boat or you're sitting in a tree stand, if it's not 100 all the time, why you doing it? Then why are you doing it? Yeah. And that's what I want to be in life is 100 percent, 110 percent all the that's, time. And that's oh, yeah. that's right. And that's kind of I think that's where I found myself was kind of going through the motions when I wasn't all into it. Yep. You know, I was like, man, crap. I wish I was at home. Yeah. You know, yeah. kids been sick. Now the other one's sick. I'm yeah. out here whining the plug around. Yeah. I'm like, probably ought to be at the house. But whatever. like, yeah. I just got to step back from all that and figure out prioritize get it get it in order and like i said just be back in love with why you're doing it it, like i said it don't matter bill gates hates computers i don't care what he says absolutely absolutely he's like crap computer i gotta mess with another one that's true he just wants to go out there and rub sticks together build fires (laughs) (laughs) he's he's jealous of cavemen you know elon musk he started building rockets you know we can't all build rockets but we can find our rocket project you know what i mean justin atkins rocket maker (laughs) so your munchkins grow up would you rather hunt or fish if you had to choose one probably hunt it's not near as expensive i think that I mean, fishing's expensive. Amen, brother. <laughs> yeah. That's my why, I, that's why my... I get in that damn plastic boat of mine and go float around because yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> I know. I feel bad for my dad. I think back about all the rods that he bought that he uh, I was like, get two of them. Them <laughs> <laughs> on sale, we need I, three. <laughs> I, need, I need one of those. I still, I still remember growing up playing hockey. And my dad, like, because I was had hockey and I had fishing. Those were my two passions. Now, wait, is this hockey conversation going to No, no, I, okay, I'm okay, okay. We're not going to go down the ra- okay. that rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, and he was, I remember I was, I got injured. And so all I had to do at the time I had was fish. And he goes, oh, maybe you should put more time into fishing. I remember him joking a few years later. He goes, man, fishing's way more expensive than hockey. <laughs> so, no, um, I don't care. As long as they're involved in outdoors. Heck yeah. Whatever they want to do. We can just go camping all the time. I don't care. Heck Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Get them out of the house. Yeah. 
So awesome. you'd be like me and shoot everything with a Red Rider BB gun from the neighbor's <laughs> cats to whatever. Amen. <laughs> Funny There'd story no I tell on myself. I was like, I don't know, seven years old, and I lived in a in a neighborhood, and it it had a circle, but it, they built another part off that like made an L shape. So I was the third house from the end before it made the L. Well, my neighbor about the second house down had a bird feeder. Oh, man. And I had a Quicksilver pellet rifle, pump-up pellet rifle with a scope on it. And I'd be out there like Kentucky windage holding over and stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, birds. yeah, I mean, if it, if it had turrets on it, it would have really been bad. But <laughs> anyways, I would just snipe birds off her bird feeder in the afternoon. <laughs> she finally figured out why all these birds were just dead or her bird feeder. Because I'd like put my camouflage on and be in the backyard and I'd prop up through the chain link fence and just be dialing in on them. If I go a pump, so she pump and a half, yeah, I'm going to get them. So she finally called my dad and he was like, yeah, you can't shoot them out of neighbor's properties. You're going to have to go out in the woods. But... It's uh. He was like, nice job, son. Yeah, he was like, that's, okay, that's a good shot. It's like at least 60 yards. You sure you don't want to be a sniper? Yeah. yeah. I probably did miss a good opportunity there. The only problem is, is I can't take my contacts in and out on the battlefield, so. Because I can't see anything about my contacts in. That's but, funny. Heck yeah. That's you guys funny. got any closing questions for Justin here before we wrap this thing up? I don't, no. I don't think so. I mean, I think, yeah, that, I think that was... Life advice with Justin, yeah. Justin Atkins. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that, was, pretty that was an awesome Miley conversation, Cyrus, man. Anything over three pumps with the Quicksilver, you're just taking it for a ride. It there only held go. so much air. But I thought, the 20, <laughs> I thought 20 pumps was really going to get it done. 20 pumps was putting it high yeah, power on level, yeah. It was life advice. Yeah. <laughs> that velocity just dropped out of the barrel, man. It just wasn't, wasn't no good after that. Yep. That's awesome. Well, I well, appreciate y'all having me. Absolutely, yeah. dude. Appreciate, appreciate you coming us. on. Yeah, absolutely. Tomorrow's going to be fun. I'm Can't wait to, to get up all on your grill and hopefully catch a bass or two. We may not catch any bass, but we, no, we can find something cool to do. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right. Thank you, Appreciate man. it. Appreciate it, man. All right, we're going to end it here. That was fun, like a ton of fun. I appreciate all the guys that came on. It's uh, like I always say, you guys are taking time out of your busy day, your busy week to come listen to us. They're taking time out of their busy weeks to come hang out with us. Everybody from X2 bringing us down here. I want to say thank you, Sean. Yeah, of course. Thank, thank you. you. I mean, this is, uh, this is a big undertaking. Jacob, thank you for putting it all together, dude. I, I was telling Bailey earlier, you know, I've showed up to some pretty, like, janky, janky <laughs> things, and there's not anything janky about this. So That's I right. really do appreciate that. River Rocks Landing. Want to say thank you to you guys for putting us uh, putting us up and taking care of us. We got us some really nice facilities here. Solid Creative, y'all guys are going to be running the cameras for this project that we've got going on. Been running the audio for this whole thing because we are definitely not smart enough to do this. This bonus episode <laughs> is all thanks yeah. to the boys at Silo. Absolutely, absolutely, and of course Bailey, and I guess Sean. Yeah. Maybe. No, for sure, Sean. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to say anything fancy about myself because you guys know I just get on here and talk. But I think everything you just said, too, like, we'll link down in the description. Absolutely. Both yeah, yeah. Show you notes, go check, check it all. It's all the normal stuff. You guys know how it is. Go check it all out because you guys supporting these people supports us, and that's how we keep all this thing going and keep it going. But, hey, thank you guys for listening. As always, you guys are sweet. We'll uh, see you next week and whatever Bailey says at the end of his Any podcast. Any closing remarks, Sean? It's going to be a great day tomorrow. Let's go catch some bass. Let's go catch some bass. Woo! So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with Justin. That was a lot of fun. Uh, this little campfire deal was a heck of a lot of fun. We're actually looking into, like our team here at Serious Angle, looking into getting the exact tech that we can 
keep doing shows like these because they're a lot more fun. They're in person. They're more in depth. That's all. It's pretty cool. You can kind of really get intricate in these kind of shows because, you know, you're not going through a TV screen or a, a computer screen. You're talking in person, having some drinks, having a good time around the campfire, creates a different atmosphere, cool environment for you guys, especially uh, listening in. So super fun. Big thank you to X2 Power for making this whole series happen. We were down there because of them. They're an amazing partner to work with. If you guys are looking to get yourself into some quality AGM or lithium batteries, whether you're in a RV, kayak, boat, bass boat, etc., something for your truck, uh, your ATV, all that jazz, X2 has the battery for you. Go down the link below. There's a website. You can go check out X2, check out their battery calculator, see what exactly you might need for your power solutions and uh, go check them out for their social media. A lot of fun, great content over there. Check it out. But uh, as always appreciate you guys, please make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're not already. And if you have not left a rating and review on MP3, we please ask you to do so helps us out big time. But uh, as always folks appreciate you guys and we'll see you on the next one. Well, that was an awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can and your app allows it, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us get seen more, which allows us to access more time and more variables to be able to bring to the show to make it better for you guys. So hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you liked some of the things we talked about in this episode and want to check out our show partners, all of that is in every single show description. You can click down there. It's got all of our discount codes, all of our links to our show partners where you guys can go and support the people that support this show and help us make this show happen. And of course, this show does not happen without you guys. You guys know we appreciate you. You're the Sears Sanger fam. You're the reason we're here. Appreciate y'all, and we'll see y'all on the next one.